0: Good morning. I'm uh, Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert, Brandon Inch, and our special guest, Doug Wilkinson. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service expert's company, and a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, five-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, and two-time winner of the St. Thomas Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award and 88 days till the start of the 2018 World Financial Group Continental Cup held in London, which we are a presenting sponsor for. We'd like to thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222. Or one 354 8255 So don't wait. Give us a call. One thing I want to bring up early is they have a call out for volunteers. You're going to keep looking at your phone or you're going to pay attention to what's going on in this I've show? I've heard everything you've said so far. <laughs> See what I deal with every day, Doug? You know? just I hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> so but we want to make, the are called for volunteers for the Continental Cup. So if you'd like to volunteer at the event, the difference between the Brier and the Scotties and the Continental Cup is it's the Continental Cup is four days versus the other events were 10 days. So it's a, a shorter time period to volunteer for, but you can go to volunteer.curling.ca backslash 2018 Cup C-O-N-T-C-U-P. Uh, and that will take you right to the volunteering site and you can uh, sign up and volunteer at that point.
1: If I go to the Curling Canada website, can I just uh, search for volunteer and it'll take me to the same place? Uh, no. You'd have to go to
0: curling.ca, go to championships, go to Continental Cup, go to
1: volunteer, and then you would have okay. You may want to just post that on our website because people aren't going to quite remember that whole thing, right? Well,
0: they don't, they're don't. they paying attention versus you on your phone who aren't paying attention, but that's okay, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doug, tell
2: us a little bit about yourself. Um, you did work at 3M. Yeah, I worked at 3M for 36 years, retired in '02, uh, and uh, so I've been in retirement for 15 years or so now.
0: And then you were the fortunate winner of this at our 90th anniversary. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And you had a car there.
2: Yes, that's right. A 69 Impala convertible that I've had since new. Um, I drove it winter and summer for its first life. I took it off the road in 83 or 84. Uh, Started restoring it, collecting parts and restoring it in 1990 and finished in 96.
0: And it, and I mean and, that's unusual and, that you have it from like one owner all the right, way yep. through. Yep. Most There's people,
2: n- not many cars like that. No, there is the odd one.
1: Oh. Wow. And, and when did you yeah. when did you get the car first, Doug?
2: When? Yeah. In May of '69. May
1: of 1969.
2: Yep. Color. It's uh, called Frost Green. Frost Green. Yeah, it's a medium green color. So. Wow. Black top.
0: And it convertible. Yes. Beautiful. Yep.
2: You know. I
0: could have my hair blowing in the wind. Steve. Oh yeah, yeah, it's blowing <laughs> okay. all right.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blew it off.
0: <laughs> he he'll fit oh, yeah. just fine, Peter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll oh, fit just play. fine. <laughs> Absolutely,
1: I'm liking it. Oh, yes. That's good. Thanks, Doug. We really appreciate you being
0: here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. And what did you do at 3M? What was your? No, job? I worked
2: in various engineering jobs. Yeah, throughout the uh, time that I was there, uh, in the last quite a few years related mostly on tape. Yep. tape manufacturer. So. Well, I like
0: I like duct tape, sticky tape. You know, that is. yeah, yep. sticky yep. tape.
3: Yeah,
1: tape. So. Yeah, there's Sin. there's they they make all kinds of stuff now, right? Because there's adhesives. They they make those wall hanger things 3 yep. them, and you just yep. they hold up uh, hold up pictures yep. and all. Like, well,
0: we used a lot of those at the ninetieth to hold up all our yeah. plaques and everything. Yes, so. command. I think they call it.
1: Is that right? Yeah, yep. yeah it's a great product. Yeah,
0: well, 3M's been a good partner in London, and we appreciate them and sure, their yeah. hard work. And So, Brandon, is your mic working over there?
3: Check, check. Yeah, okay.
0: How, how was the turkey on Thanksgiving, Brandon?
3: It was a little dry, a <laughs> little dry, but.
0: So we could use some 3M tape to hold it together? It was yeah, so dry? I'd I say so. <laughs> now, you were helping us on the Wednesday down at Victoria Park. Maybe you can explain a little bit of what we were doing down there.
3: Yeah, we had a bunch of uh, kids from different schools coming out for uh, Canada 150. Yeah, participation 150. Participation, yes. yeah. So we had a uh, street curling out there. So what it is is, you know, an ice rink, but you can walk on it. And, uh, yeah, we had the kids out. We were um, doing street curling with them from 11 to 3, and it was a great turnout, and the kids seemed to love it. And hopefully we turned a couple kids over to maybe picking up curling down the road.
0: And it was a beautiful sunny day.
3: Oh, it was was, a beautiful rainy day. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it was really, it was pouring outside, but you know, it was, they were, they were so kind to set us up in the band shell. So we just had some driving rain coming in on the one end, which, sorry, Brandon, that was your end, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, I stayed dry at the other end, but, um, there was, you know, it's too bad because they put, uh, I was talking to, to uh, the convener and she just said that, you know, they've been working on that for a whole year and uh, it's just, you know, you just, you're the victim of the weather, so. Yeah, you
0: can't control mother nature, unfortunately.
1: But they still, you know, there's a lot of lot of uh, kids that still came out and enjoyed the day and, and tried a whole bunch of different sports. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and I, I don't know what number we were. We had skipping rope beside us. They're we're number, number one, buddy. No, we're, yeah, number they're, one. They're number 35 on the 150 list. But they, you know, sitting there, I thought skipping with just skipping. But when you really see what they were doing with the skipping, it was pretty amazing.
1: I didn't see you, you didn't, try it.
2: Yeah, I was going to say that too. You didn't try it.
0: Oh, bad, <laughs> bad knee, Doug. Bad knee. Okay. <laughs> so, but, uh, and cr- of course, curling has started, Steve. It has. Are you undefeated, or have you lost? So
1: far, it? we are one and zero. Yeah,
0: one and zero. Yeah. Good, that's good. I start next Tuesday. Congratulations! So we'll be one and zero after that game. So. We'll Ooh. see. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, we're we're we got a we got a hot team this year. So Do you? It will be Dan, of course, Dan the plumber, yeah. Godfather of plumbing. will he will be there leading us.
1: And who else? Mark
0: and John. Okay. And they're both from, uh, one's a teacher and one's a pharmacist. So if I have bad knees, he can bring me the drugs and the other one could teach me how to curl if I forget how to do it. So.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So we're going to get to our questions. We're, we're a little behind today in the show, so we're going to move right into those. We got a call from Brad. It says, how can I tell if it's time to change my filter? And I'm going to lead in after that, Steve, to a question from Chris that, um, kind of the same thing, but what happens when you don't change your filter for eight years?
1: Oh, okay. Well, it, there's, it, first of all, it really depends on the size of the filter because they make, they make one inch filters, four inch filters, five inch filters. Um, and there's a variety of different types. So, uh, depending, you really need to go down and check it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do technology helps me I've got ai have got a five inch filter on mine so I just program my thermostat to tell me when to look at my filter but really if it's a one inch you should be changing it every at least once every two months maybe even once a month depending on the depending on your home and then if it's a four inch filter you might get away with six months hard to say if it's a five inch filter you might get away with eight months it really depends but depending on the home and how much dust is created in that house if you've got a dog like flurry um, you may have to take that filter out sooner and have a look at it and check it. But so, your, Go ahead. Nope, go ahead. But your furnace will give you a little sign. If you hear a high-pitched whistling sound, it, your furnace is looking for air, and it, it's telling you, change my filter.
0: So in this case, Chris didn't change the filter for eight years. What would be the cause, to, or what would be the damage to that furnace not changing it in eight
1: years? Well, one thing, the motor... Motor's probably not going to live a very, the motor would go out of it because it's just going to be running hot all the time because it's working extra hard to trying to pull air through all the dirt. Uh, it's Primary heat exchanger probably has been stressed to the point where it'll, it'll, it'll have some metal stress and can probably crack. Uh, those are the two biggest things that come to mind right away, but those are two uh, very important components of the furnace.
0: Now, Brandon, when you're out doing maintenances, You know, how often do you run across a unit that hasn't had, well, let me put it this way. You see the filter is really dirty or when you get there, there's a brand new filter that's just been put into it.
3: Yeah. I'd rather see the dirty filter because you still have the date on them, but you see it quite a bit out there and it's understandable because it's a furnace. It's out of sight, out of mind. You don't think of it, but believe it or not, if you leave that filter in there, you can do quite extensive damage to the furnace. Yeah. And in Chris's case,
0: she had a no heat. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's why we went out. And then when we went out, we saw the, the filter and the question was, how long has this been in there? Because it had basically been sucked right into the blower because right. it got so restricted yeah. at that time. But so, you know, our policy one inch filter is every month, a four or five or six inch filter, it will last six to eight months, depending if how much you use your air conditioning. Um, but. You should be changing that. And a humidifier pad is yearly. If it's hard, if it's soft, it's every, uh, four or five months in the winter. So you have to change it twice in the winter.
1: That's 3M was a big filter manufacturer and still is actually, right, Doug? They still manufacture a lot of, uh, one inch filters. I don't, are they, are they bigger than that as well? Do they make a bigger size?
2: I think they do, but I'm not sure of that. I use one inch myself. Do you? Yep. Filtrate's
1: the name. Yes, yeah. 3M Filtrate. Yep, yeah. they're a very popular brand.
0: So hopefully that helped Brad and Chris with a little information there. That uh, Now we had a call come in from Lauren, says, I've heard fireplaces can be dangerous source of CO, carbon monoxide poisoning. Is there any signs I should be watching for that will tell me there is something wrong and I should be shutting it off?
1: Well, if... The only thing that comes to mind straight away is if, you're, if, if your fireplace is uh, sooting, so if there's a lot of black carbon being formed on the glass or on the logs or something, that's a telltale sign you need someone to come look at it. But regardless, why take the risk? Just have someone come out once a year and do maintenance on that fireplace. That way we'll be sure to make sure that that's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately the law that has come into place in in Ontario now that you have to have a CO detector in every home. If you have uh, a fossil fuel burning appliance in that home, that came uh, because of a family in Woodstock where the fireplace, unfortunately had a a blocked vent and everything came back into the home, all the carbon monoxide. So if you see the glass, I always say, if you see the glass sooting up or getting very dirty that's the time you need to to get a maintenance done and and correct things. You need to keep the manual for your fireplace because it shows how the logs should be set. And if the logs aren't set right, it can compute it can uh, uh, make carbon and CO happen more quickly and more often. So, okay. whenever you get a fireplace, don't lose the manual. It's very important.
1: The difficult we have nowadays is uh, now you're seeing fireplaces that have rocks and stuff in them and they, people just think that they're in there they're randomly, they're not, they're there in a very specific spot and it's, if we don't have a manual because those manuals will actually have photographs of where those, where all that stuff is supposed to be placed, it's very difficult, especially, I've I've seen some customers who actually gone in and alter them just to, because they wanted to change the setup and, and that's when they run into problems as well. Now we should mention that our songs this week are Tom
0: Petty, you know, um, Unfortunately, P- uh, Peter finished last, so <laughs> I know that's okay. But next week we're going to talk about songs to do with leaves because I've been raking leaves. Now, Doug has the machine that we may be maybe looking to buy that machine a little.
1: You, you want the machine. Yeah. I still do it the old-fashioned way. I, I rake. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, your your lot is a little smaller than... Than mine, probably, and mine's a real smaller than and Doug's. He's, he's younger, too.
1: That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's, yes. Yeah, he's younger. <laughs> All right. Thanks,
0: Doug. We'll <laughs> head to a commercial break here, but remember, those phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519 643 2222 or 1 354 8255. Richard was probably calling in to find out where his song was, was he? No?
1: No, no, he's he's right here. Okay. Yeah, he's just, he wanted to know if Brandon signed up for curling this year.
3: Yeah, he should. Oh, yeah. Can't can't wait.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, he hasn't. He curled, though, when he was a little rocker. Yeah, I had no choice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he'll, uh, he can remember that, but... So that song was Mary Jane's Last Dance, Tom Petty, of course, is our songs this week, our uh, bumper music, and that one was picked by Armchair Technician Richard. So.
1: so, so, Doug, if you've got this leaf attachment thing on the back, so how big is your yard that...
2: About an acre of grass.
1: An acre of grass. Okay. Yep. I can understand in wanting to do that. Yep.
2: Uh, I... I
0: Can it go over all the flowers and leave the flowers and suck the leaves out? Of course not. No, no,
1: no. (laughs) Holy, that's the epitome of laziness, Peter.
0: Well, no, but I got, all the flower beds get, you know, are covered. Oh my
1: goodness. Really, how big are your flower beds? I've seen them. They're like three feet deep.
0: Well, the front ones aren't bad because they're they're a black mulch, but the back one is, is, you know, it's on the hill. That's a difficult
1: one. It's, you, your hands will recover from a blister, honestly. It'll be fine. You'll be okay.
0: Yeah, Brandon can come over. He's not <laughs> curling. So sure, yeah. He can come over and do why that. Why not?
1: Yeah, why not? Just yeah, come over and rake rake the leaves out of dad's garden. There okay? you go. Absolutely.
0: See you this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all so, hooked up. So we got a uh, call in from Nicole that said, uh, why don't you sell water heaters over the counter for people to install them themselves?
1: Well, it's a it's it's a liability thing. It's a gas burning appliance, and unless you have a gas license, I cannot release that to you over the counter. If right. you if you come in when you're licensed uh, G two not a not a G three a licensed G two then and I can see your gas license then you can buy a water heater over the
0: counter. Because even when you buy it from a big box store, you buy it, you take it out, you install it. Before you turn on that gas appliance, you're supposed to have a licensed technician come in and verify that everything is right. Uh, That's the difference is we don't want to take the risk of people that buy it and don't do that. And excuse me, and then something happens at home and now they're coming back to us. So we've just, and it, and it doesn't just go to buying water heaters. We won't sell any gas parts for furnaces as well over the, over the counter at all. Right. And we did there for a few years, but now we've probably been.
1: That's when we were on Wellington Road.
0: Yeah. It's probably been seven, eight years now since yes. we've stopped selling parts over the counter. And we had a disclaimer that you had to sign an initial that you knew you had to get somebody out to do it, but it, yeah. it just got too risky. And, and, uh, unfortunately the cost of insurance and the cost of everything to make sure you're covered for that just kept. Well, going I don't up.
1: think I, if, if you turned a gas appliance on without it being properly inspected, I don't think the insurance will cover you.
0: No, but but you'll end up in court for a while. Yes, you know, and that's yeah. what we just said we didn't want to do.
1: So I hope that answers Nicole's
0: question. Um, Nikki, and I like Nikki. I like Nikki's question here. <laughs> says I'm shutting down my AC for the season. Oh, here we go. And door. I'm going yeah. to put on my winter cover.
1: That's nice. Congratulations, thank, Nikki.
0: Thank you, Nikki. I'm glad you're you're doing that. And if you don't have your winter cover, you can order it. Why is it necessary for me to flip the breaker off?
1: Well, Nikki, if, um, so the weather has been kind of funny. Um, so we've had some days when it's been cool and the leaves are starting to fall. And I understand why you want to put your cover on, but then, you know, in a week's time, we may get weather which pushes back up to 23, 24, 28 degrees. And if you're anything like Peter, who will perspire at 18 degrees Celsius, you need to be able to turn that air conditioner back on. So... What happens if the cover's on and you turn your air conditioner on, you'll damage the compressor, like you'll probably ruin the compressor and now you're into a very expensive repair. So if the breaker's off, then you can't have an accidental startup and you can't damage your unit uh, because it is covered and you can't, it won't start. Right? Right. Okay.
0: And it keeps it warm, little warmth in there. So we get some mice that likes to come in there and the, you know, Earwigs and all kind of. We'll start building homes. Is it the capacitor that gets warm? Uh, It's the contactor that will get warm. That will just have the twenty four volts keep everything warm. Some will have a crankcase heater. That will the older units, right? That will you know that's for old people like you, Steve. It's like a seat warmer (laughs) in a car. You know, it's the same kind of thing. It just keeps everything warm and the blood flowing and all that. So. But that's why we like to turn that breaker off. And if you accidentally, like I, when I'm cooking a turkey or something, it's a little warm in the when you're
1: When you're crucifying a turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: no, that's a steak. Right? But, I, you know, it can bring the air conditioner on and you could have the cover on. So if you have one of the automatic thermostats that go back and forth.
1: Uh, Right. If you have your, if you've got your thermostat set to the auto feature, which it'll go back and forth to what, yes.
0: Yeah. So we want to make sure that you always turn that breaker off. And then in the spring, you, you turn it back on and you check the air conditioner at that point. So Mm -hmm. hope that answers it. And Nikki, thank you very much for getting that winter cover and getting that put on your air conditioner. That's the, the right thing to do. And we appreciate it very much. Can
1: I, can I interrupt for just one second?
0: You always do. <laughs> okay,
1: um, you need to just tell the people our phone number.
0: Our phone number is five one nine six eight one twenty four. No, no, I mean for the radio show. Oh, for the phone in. Yeah, because five... you haven't said it yet today. Yes, he hasn't been listening. To Doug, has he? I've said it twice.
1: Have you today? Yes. Have you heard of Brandon? Heard it once. Oh, just once. Heard it once. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, well, what do, what do we? Kill, kill his <laughs> mic. He's, not, he's looking at his phone, not paying attention. Because well, the arm
1: the armchair technician, is. He's saying, he's saying, you know, I. what's the phone number to call in?
0: 519-643-2222 or one 354 8255
1: Richard, thanks you. Okay. Okay.
0: You know what? I think we'll go and take a quick break here. And uh, you can, now listen, Steve, you can give us a call at 519-643-2222. Or one eight six six three five four eight two five five.
3: She's a good girl. Loves her mama. Loves Jesus in America too. She's a good
0: girl. I thought you'd start singing
1: in that, Steve.
0: You know, like it'd be like Tom Cruise in the movie. There,
1: I could, but you know, then we really want someone to call. And if if maybe I could sing, and they'll just call to that's shut good. me up, right? Yeah, that's right. Please stop that guy from singing. Yes. So that was your song, uh, "Free Falling." Second place. Second place.
0: Twice in a row. And I, you know, we're getting some texts from curlers, so we should mention that Canada is in the finals of the mix four. World Championship. That's right. So, and Jim Waite from St. Thomas is yep, the coach. Is there, yeah. So, uh, we wish, him, wish Team Canada luck, you know, and uh, thanks, Jake. Uh, you know, 519-643-2222 <laughs> is the number <laughs> that you can call in, and we appreciate And we should mention, if you'd like to see me live, oh. instead of listening on the radio, on November the 9th, Thursday, at... Uh, 7.30 in the morning, the Better Business Bureau Business Integrity Award. I'm going to be a keynote address speaker. This at should that.
1: light the foam
0: board up. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about. What are you talking on, Pete? We're going to talk about integrity in sport. Integrity so, in sport. you know, how did we go perfect last year and, you know, Was there drug tests? Was there corruption? You know, we hear about the Olympics. We hear about the FIFA. We hear about all that. How do you make sure that doesn't happen? Which... A lot of sport, you can tie it to business as well.
1: Are your friends from the Russian Federation going to be at the breakfast? Uh, no, okay, they, they don't right. like me. No, I know they don't. <laughs> so, but we will be talking about the Russian Federation.
0: Really? For sure. Yes, we will. You're going to be careful what you say on the radio. We'll yeah. be having some slides that will show their <laughs> great job that they did and deceiving the whole Sochi Olympics. So,
1: Wow. But, yeah, man.
0: Yeah. So don't
1: miss it. I'm I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be in uh, I'm going to be in Paraguay, South America.
0: I'll, well, we'll miss you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a question come in from Nick that uh, says, "Do I have to have my furnace main maintenance done before I turn my furnace on?" And maybe do we'll ask Doug, "Do you get any maintenance done on your furnace, or is it you do it yourself?"
2: I yeah. had, uh, in fact, I won at a car show a service from you guys. And I had the guy out there and I paid attention to what he was doing yeah. and I've been doing Lutes the same thing and- ever since every year. So, and, uh, and if I have a breakdown, then I call the guy I bought it from. So, yeah, and mm-hmm. I have had, I had had a new blower motor in it. Um, and a couple of igniters, which I've actually replaced myself yeah. so, over the years.
0: So it's important. You've, you believe important to do that maintenance yep. every year. Absolutely. Make sure. Yep. So, so Mr. Gilbert, if you're off your phone and Adam, I said, Adam was on his phone too. So, you know, what are you guys all on the phone here? I'm, like, I might be talking to Adam for all yeah, you know, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what What is it that you want to know? Do you, I uh, have question? to
0: have my furnace? Not, Nick had a question. Nick, do I have to have my furnace maintenance done before I turn my furnace on?
1: Well, we strongly encourage people this time of year to turn their furnace on, just to check to make sure if, to see if it's working uh, because the worst thing you can do, well, the worst thing you'll experience is when, it, if it turns really cold and then you go to turn it on and nothing happens. So this way, at least, you know that it's working, uh, then, you know, you, you really should schedule that maintenance. We need, if you haven't scheduled it now, you know, we're booking well into what, we're two to three weeks out for maintenance these days?
0: Uh, yeah, right now we are.
1: Yeah. Definitely. So, you know, turn that furnace on, make sure it's running, check, please check your filter, uh, make sure that. It, if it's dirty, change it, and then at least you know that it's going to start when you really, really need it. And, you know, let's say your furnace isn't
0: working, so there's right. a problem. Do you call for a maintenance?
1: No. Wh- why not? Well, because we can't do a maintenance on a, on a product that's not working. We have, to, we have to get it working first, and then we can do a proper maintenance on it.
0: So... We're doing a service call, find out what's wrong, get it functional, and then you can do a maintenance on it after you That's get yes Yes. functioning. Yeah. Um, Jessica had a question, said, if I have a single-stage programmable thermostat and never changed it when I had a new, t- new two-stage furnace installed, is that okay?
1: Well, it's okay. It's not ideal, but it's okay. And what I mean by ideal is... If you just have a regular thermostat running the new two-stage furnaces, the the computer board on the furnace will operate it uh, so that it's functional and it will still work in two-stage capacity. But it's not doing everything it could do for you. So if you put the proper thermostat with that furnace, it's just going to run that much better and do that much more that it was designed to do when it was put into your home.
0: Now, what... And I'll throw this at Brandon. If a customer is going to turn on the furnace, say I had a maintenance done, you know, but it's getting cold. And mm-hmm. it, it was cold this week. I turned, flip mine on for a day. Um, what should the customer do before that? Is there, you know, should they be checking something or what should they do? Before they turn it on?
3: Yeah. Check that filter. Um, I mean, make sure it's given heat, obviously. Make sure it comes on. Yeah, just make sure it's working. And if it's not working, call us out and.
0: So new new filter, turn it on, ver- you know, let it run a little bit. Yeah. You know, make sure you do get heat coming out. You'll get the what I call the dust smell. Yeah. You'll get the smell of the dust on the heat exchanger for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe, you know, batteries were coming up to the time change. You know, you should be putting new batteries in your thermostat. So you can either do it at this time or when the time changes.
3: And if you're changing your thermostat, you should be doing your smoke detectors and your carbon oxide detectors as well. And another one, back to that single stage thermostat question, you got to make sure it's installed properly too. Make sure the installers flip the right dip switches on the control board so that board knows you're using a single stage thermostat. Otherwise, it'll just run single stage low fire until... You get a maintenance done or anything like that. So the two have to be able to
0: talk to each other.
3: Correct. Yeah, so
0: communicate. You know, not look at your phone. Communicate across the board.
1: You know, back and forth, Steve. And somebody texts in there. I'm communicating with you fine, Pete. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not> sure. <laughs> you, you were you were speaking with Brandon. I'm just yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I know.
3: <laughs> He's just throwing a couple jabs.
0: I know. I know. So we're going to. Uh, we got one in from Barb. It says, if I haven't used my outside tap um, for the summer, do I need to winterize it?
1: Well, if, if you've turned it on so that tap is energized, then you're going to have to winterize it. Whether you've used it or not, there's water in there and you're going to have to winterize it. Um, maybe you've attached a hose to it. You need to take that hose off and winterize the tap. So that's if you've turned it on, then you're going to have to winterize it.
0: And, and we're kind of at that stage. Do we do it? Do we not do it? Is it going to be warm? Is it going to be cold? But we're getting, you know, near the, by the end of October, you really got to be paying attention to that.
1: Because yes. Because, yes.
0: You don't want to get it a really cold night and that it travels in that pipe and cracks the valve or cracks the pipe. Right. So now there is uh, what I call um, hydrants, winter hydrants that can be installed. As long as you take the hose off, then all you do is when you turn the tap off, it shuts off about a foot inside the house. Right.
1: So where it's warm.
0: And yes. then it's, if it's installed correctly, it's tilted so that all the water will run out of that. If the hose is off. right. If you leave the hose on, the hose is full of water. Now there's no place for that water to go in that tap. So I matter of fact, I am doing mine today. Uh, because I did have a crack in my valve because the water traveled. What the happened pole. then, Pete? What happens then? When I turned on the valve, I got a shower. <laughs> Inside the house. Inside the house. Yeah. And I called the plumbers at Roy Inch and Sons to come out and put a new one in. Yeah. And they really... took that little valve and they mounted it on a plaque and they presented <laughs> that <laughs> plaque to me.
1: There. Yeah. To that...
0: say as a award for stupidity, I think it was. Yeah. But it said in the bottom, but. So it's I, just nice to go. take the
1: pressure off me with the water heater maintenance thing all the yeah. time, right? Just yeah. to show that, you know, yeah, you 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 make mistakes as well. Well, I'm glad you brought up the water heater maintenance. Brandon, how often should a
0: tankless water heater be maintained?
3: Every year. Every year? And Get what do that, you um, do with that? Uh, we're going to flush the heat exchanger out with vinegar. So we're going to give a vinegar flush and that just keeps that heat exchanger clean.
0: And And Steve, how long did you take you to figure out that you needed to do that.
1: Well, once it stopped working. And that was about two, three years? Yeah, two and yeah. a half in there someplace, yeah.
0: And And Doug, what did you mention about the, the mind? That that's what goes first
2: with age, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the body goes to. The, the body, body goes <laughs> to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Doug, you live in, you, live, you said you live in Mosley? Right. And so are you on a natural gas service there? Yes. So you've got gas to your home? Yes. Okay. So then you're using... I take it forced air furnace to heat your home and. Correct. And gas, hot water as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because you you never know on some of the rural routes, you know, people, they're not, they don't have natural gas, but just because you don't have a natural gas appliance doesn't mean you shouldn't have a maintenance. No. No, exactly. You need. Right. You know, all,
0: whether it's oil, propane, natural gas, electric, it should all have a maintenance done. You know, I say every year people say, come on, Pete. And I say, don't go past two. It should, you know, no longer than two years.
1: I do have a question from Richard. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> uh, did Peter remember his phone this week? Yes, I did. Okay, where is it? Right here. Okay, yeah.
0: Okay. yeah the little phone. I, it, it gets lost <laughs> under papers because it's so small now. Okay. But thank you, Richard. I, I think he has the same phone. <laughs> 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 now, we should thank Doug for his volunteerism because you sit on the board of the dorchester
2: fair yes and just completed the fair right right and uh, went well very good considering very good. the weather was perfect even though it rained every night and it was rainy first and first thing in the morning but by the by 10 o'clock in the morning it was cleared off and it was a beautiful weekend
0: uh, we we appreciate, I mean, the only way those things run is with people who step up and volunteer. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's why we mentioned the Continental Cup volunteering, that if we don't have people step up, these things won't happen. Exactly. And so yep. we appreciate all your work that you're doing there.
1: And so that, that fair was just, when, just last weekend, Doug? Yeah, Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. Yep. So It's a great community, Dorchester.
0: It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a good friend uh who lives out there, Ryan and Wendy Spence, uh, who were, who were out on the Hamilton road on the way in and do uh we, you know, got a big bus. They had their, he had his bus at the 90th, okay. uh, the, uh, I think it says the old bus on the front of it Yeah. he had it, it out there that he just been working, getting that
1: all set up and cleaned up. And, yep. so. and so how many, do you, any idea of the attendance you had at the fair? No,
2: thousands no? thousands, not, not yes, tens thousands. of thousands, but, but thousands. Yeah.
1: That's exciting.
0: So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and you can give us a call at 519 643 2222 Well, that was Refugee by Tom Petty and Dan. Dan kind of pulled up. I don't, we haven't heard Dan's name in there for uh, a while. He's
1: been in the uh, top three lately, so right. hes I think he's
0: beaten you. Yeah, he could be going after the medal. Maybe. Jamie, you better get prepared to hand that medal over. So you can just hand it across the fence Just, they're yes, neighbors.
1: That's yes, right. So, yeah.
0: Well, that's good. As you can tell, we're probably a little off on timing here. We're trying to pick up some time and work things through, so... If you're waiting for the news, you found something better than the news. You found uh, the inch by inch, the ultimate home comfort show, and we're glad you're in listening. Um, we had one question that came in and they didn't leave a name, so we'll, we'll call it Nameless Asked. What is included with your duck cleaning? So yeah. maybe Brandon, you got to keep the mic close to you. Yeah. In there, no. right, you know,
3: so, so um, <clears throat> we're not like every other Duck cleaning company, we um, usually, when you see a duck cleaning, they have the big hose running through the house, hooked up to the duck work. We actually bring the machine down to the duck work, so you have a short run, which is sucking a vacuum from your return and your supply, and while we're sucking downstairs at the furnace, our duck cleaner's going through every room, going to every return and supply grill, covering each one up, and then going to each one, and spraying it out with compressed air, shoving his hose down your heat runs and your, uh, return, return drops. And, um, he's blowing compressed air, pushing all that dirt and dust back to the vacuum. And, um, yeah. And
0: how long does it take roughly to do a good duct cleaning?
3: Uh, average house two to three hours. But if you're looking at a bigger house, I would say three to four.
0: And so anybody who does it in an hour or less. Oh, didn't do it right. No way. No. No. And what's the cost of duct cleaning?
3: Um just normal price if you're not on our maintenance plan, it's three ninety nine. But if you are on our maintenance plan, you get the fifteen percent off, which is three thirty nine. And um that's up to eighteen grills, and anything over eighteen grills is nine okay. dollars.
0: You didn't check your phone during that, Steve. Okay? No, I was
3: listening because
1: I I wanted to hear what he had to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I see. So, Doug, one question I got, and I get asked because we have an old 49 truck, yeah. but people say to me, why, why do you have an old car? Why do you have an old truck? What, what brings you to it? Why do you want to take it around and show it? What well, would you say to somebody that asks
2: that question? Just one of, one of my hobbies and one of the things that I do.
0: Yeah. And, and it's normally good people. That are you know you yep. meet and yep. and exactly I mean it's it's a pleasure to show the vehicles off yep. and see you know well. s- unfortunately some younger people have never seen it that's you know, right you know yep. they have no idea they're looking for the push button to start it and not the button on the floor to get it going and
2: so in my case that's not that old no <laughs> it have the button on the floor it's in the key so yeah.
0: but it it, it is a, quite a uh, a hobby to be involved in. And you well,
1: I think a, of a sense of people. accomplishment because you you did your restore your own vehicle. That's right. right. Yep. Right. Right from the get go. So yep. you've been tinkering with it for years. Yes.
2: And I did a lot of it. Almost all everything myself. Yourself. Right? A yep. lot of people don't do that. They don't have the ability to do that. So right to pay to get it done and get it done in stages or buy a car that's already been complete. Yep. And you know, and uh, go from there.
1: And as you said, you've had to search. When you're doing the restoration, you had to search all over the place to get the parts you needed yep, to do that yep. car, so.
2: Yeah, local flea markets, Berry Flea Market, uh, down south and brought a car back, whole car back for parts. And, uh, you know, I had another parts car locally that I purchased. Yeah. And they're all in that car, so. But yeah. it's
1: it's, but it's still, it's still your original car is still yep. there. Yep. Yep. Yes.
2: Right. Yeah. That's
1: really interesting.
0: Yeah. We want to thank you for bringing it out to the 90th that, you know, there was about 80 cars out there and we really appreciate everyone who brought those out and made that such a special day. We want to thank you for coming in today, being part of our show, seeing now when you listen, you'll have some ideas, what's going across the table. Well, hopefully he's a listener. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, but, uh, we want to thank everybody for listening this morning. Um, we hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating and air conditioning and plumbing. You can check out theroyinch.com RoyInch.com for coupons, uh, save on purchase of a furnace and air, on a furnace tune-up, or on a plumbing call. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519 519- or always at 186-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show by going to RoyInch.com and hitting the inch by inch button on the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. By the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.